That's what I'm talking about. Sports! Shot clock, and even the Davis Davis gets his shot blocked by Mervyn James. Wow! puts it up. Bang! And that's game. What a game by the 71 to 70. The Bucks pull it off. Scott finds Corrales, and Ryder are the champions of the NEC. It's now time to take you outside the lines and inside the locker rooms of your Ryder Bronx to keep you up to date with everything from the recent scores, exclusive interviews with your favorite players and coaches, and the latest buzz around campus surrounding Ryder Athletics. Welcome to the Bronx Box Score. Exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx. Now here's your host for the hour, Tom Tremarco. 1077 The Bronx, 1077 TheBronc.com, winner of the 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcasting Systems Media Award for Best College Radio Station in the Country. Welcome to The Bronx Box Score on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 TheBronc.com. Messed that one up there. But welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, to The Bronx Box Score. And we got a pretty cool episode this week as Last week we had on the Frisbee team, believe it or not, as this week we have some some cool tennis players in the studio here. We got Dylan, Tommy, and Stavros from the tennis team. How we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, hey guys, how are you? We're doing good. Always good. Life Always good. good? Called you guys ladies there. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. But, uh, you know, coming out, thank you guys for coming on to the box score this week, coming on the show. And, you know, like I told you guys before, I like to have fun on this show. We like to just kind of kick it back take it easy but we're, i will ask you some questions you will have to think about but usually to begin this show i like to kind of break the ice with you guys just so maybe you guys can shake the nerves out a little bit you guys could just try to ease back into the show so i want to ask you a couple icebreaker questions if that's okay with you guys sounds good all right so let's go uh, my first question to you, three fine gentlemen: uh, Do you guys prefer McDonald's or Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A all the way. Okay. Dep- depends on the day. What do you mean? Depends on the day. I mean, Elaborate. like I, I have these like cheat days, like a Sunday. I'll be like, oh, I kind of feel like a, like a good Mickey D's Big Mac, or some nuggies, uh, or some like nuggets from, like, <laughs> from some nuggies. Yeah, so Chick-fil-A. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, like, a big, good Big Mac never hurts, you know? Yeah. I, I had a Big Mac the other day. It was, I wasn't even craving it. I was just like, I want a Big Mac. I was like, I just, but I guess the consensus here is Chick-fil-A. That's fair. Uh, do you guys like dogs or cats? I'm a huge dog lover. I, yeah. I'm very allergic to cats, so I have a oh. bias towards dogs, but okay. dogs all the way. Okay. Yeah, I'll say the same dogs for me. I mean, we have... A pet dog right now we always used to have dogs we, we had one dog at one point then at one point we had like two wow. three so yeah dogs all the way okay yeah no i'm a, I'm a dog guy i got uh, a dog right now he's a he's a pit bull master he's pretty huge he's bigger than me so. but what's his name his name is benson Benson's benson blue bull. actually benson blue yeah blu <laughs> i like that name I'm a, I'm a cat person i'm sorry I, I grew up with cats i like cats but i don't i have nothing against dogs though i, I love dogs love the dogs uh, do you guys prefer like salty snacks like chips or like sweet snacks like uh, like candy? Depends on the candy. Yeah, I agree. I okay. mean, it also depends on the day. I okay. mean, some some sometimes at like late at night I'm craving something like super sweet, mm-hmm. but like during the day it's more like something like salty. Like okay, a bag of chips. Or... Tommy, you said depends on the candy. What candy yeah. do you like? I like a good um, Hershey bar. Okay, a good Hershey Kit Kat. But mm. I I don't really like uh, Sour Patch Kids. Though. What? Ooh. Really? But, but like, whoa. Yeah. Some, uh, yeah. No. Whoa. You don't like Sour Patch Kids? No, not that much. I'm a big Sour Patch Kids fan. Okay. I Thank you, Stavros. Yeah, they're insane. I we don't have them back home, so. No. Every time I come here and I go back home, I always like stock up on them. <laughs> <laughs> always stock up a barrel of Sour Patch Kids. I remember that time you like Sarah Patch. I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. It's all right. That's strike one though for you. Uh, if you guys could have one pet, real or imaginary, what would it be? Any pet? I, I keep, love asking this I question. Keep, uh, I keep telling myself that one day I'll have a pet tiger. A pet tiger? But I don't know what to name him, so <laughs> I'm still working on that. But one day I will have a pet tiger. Okay. <laughs> so you don't you do not know what his name his name will be yet. I was thinking um, Simba, like from the Lion King, okay. but that's too basic. So that we have to basic. I have to work I have to work on I have to figure it out. Okay, fair. What about you guys? What about you, Dill? 
Uh, I mean, mine might be a bit uh, weird, but I think Appa from Avatar. I don't know. Okay. For some reason. No, <laughs> the bison. Big, uh, the big bison. Yeah. yeah. Bison. Okay. What about you? I have no idea. Pro- no? Pro- probably like a, a, a good triceratops. Triceratops. A dinosaur. Where'd you keep them? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> just you just, just in your just backyard. There. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. Uh, which what is your guys' favorite movie or TV show? The Office is my favorite TV show the of all time. Okay. Of all time, I would say Peaky Blinders. Okay. It's just I just love that show. I would watch it any day over and over again. I haven't gotten around to Peaky. I heard it was very good though. It's it starts off slow, but then it builds up, and then each each season just keeps getting more intense. Okay. I heard it was better than Breaking Bad. Ever watched Breaking Bad? I've watched. I started Breaking Bad, but. Like, I started it in the beginning of the semester, but we had so much stuff going on that I, I just let go. Okay. Like, I didn't keep watching. Very good show, though. Yeah. Does this include movie franchises? Yeah. I'm a huge Transformers guy. Transformers? Yeah. Like, and I used to also watch the old cartoons from, like, the 80s. Okay. The 90s. No, I, I like the, the Transformers cartoons are cool. They're yeah. cool. But the, the movies? Really? Yeah. Okay. With uh, Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, that, that was when I was at, at its peak. Okay. I would say. Okay, fair. Uh, do you guys prefer Apple Music or Spotify when listening to music? Spotify. 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 Clean sweep of Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Why? Can someone elaborate? So, I don't know. I think Spotify is better structured. Like, all these things pop up. You know, you click on the song. It's just much, much easier to navigate through than Apple Music. And I don't know, just Apple Music... I don't know why I'm against it. I mean, not against it, why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's just a format of how it is. You search some things up, they don't pop up, and then on Spotify, you always yeah. have everything. And you know, Spotify always gives you those extra songs you search up on. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, just more, it's more options on Spotify. That's your, fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm an Apple Music guy. I don't necessarily like it, but I have it. I don't really, really want to just give it up now. Yeah. I just yeah, stick with it. It's $9.99 a month for but Spotify, we have, so. We have a family plan, so okay. like... You know, it just fits in perfectly. Yeah. I have a family plan, too, with Apple Music. I actually pay for my dad's Apple Music. It's funny. Uh, what's your guys' favorite pregame snack right before a match? I would say a Cliff Bar because it bar? keeps you going. It's something heavier. Cliff Bar. Cliff Bar? Yeah. Or a I don't, I, I don't have... You don't eat? I don't have a... Yeah, no, because I used to... When I was younger, I, one time I ate like quite a bit. Like a snack, not like quite a bit. It was like a couple bars, and then I I threw up on court, <laughs> and I was like, I was like fifteen. Yeah. So after that, I was like, no more. I'm not gonna eat before I play. Okay, so. I like that. Thank you for the backstory. Uh, do you guys, when eating ice cream, do you like in a cone or a cup? Uh, always a cone because I like to buy that. You know, at the end, you just yeah. finish it off. Bite With the it. mixture between ice cream and the cone, it's just cone. Cone. What are you doing? It depends. Like some, if I'm not trying to be like super messy, because I know if I mm. eat from a cone, it'll just like start dripping everywhere and licking. Yeah, yeah. but it is very fun to eat out of a cone. But also, like a cup is fine to me. That's what I was gonna say. Cups pretty convenient, but like it's no, it's not fun. Yeah, it's not. It's no, it's no fun eating out of a cup. You know, it's just a cone. You get like a waffle cone or like a sugar cone. Yeah, you can't beat that. When, uh, what is your guy's funniest teammate? Who is your guy's funniest teammate? Ooh, no, we're a pretty funny team, so I have no idea if we have. Are one. they in this room? Yeah, yeah, we have. We yeah. have something that's pretty funny. He he he's up there for one of the funniest Sabros people. Is up there. But I do some pretty funny things, pretty <laughs> random. I'm very spontaneous. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay, but I would say, um, who's funny? I think I think. Like our teammate Jaime, Jaime from Spain, he's probably the funniest guy on the team. He's Shout out to Jaime out there if you're if you're listening, Jaime. Jaime, yeah, we love you, bro. <laughs> love you, Jaime. Uh, anyone else? And funny teammates, funniest Pablo's teammates. Pablo's pretty funny. Pablo, our, Pablo. our senior, yeah. our senior of Vish, my roommate actually. He's okay, really funny. Uh, Drew, I think we just have a pretty funny, just a funny team. team. Yeah, Overall, everyone's pretty. That, I think pretty that's funny. why we are. We're just like a good, just a goofy team. Yeah, yeah. We have okay. good chemistry. So we're all not, we're all on the like same team, same, same yeah. level. So <laughs> you know, we all understand each other. But there's no one who's the funniest of the funny. Oof. Is the question? That's that, that's that's a tough. We one. we have this debate all the time, like at lunch or dinner, and mm. usually the overall consensus is that Jaime is the funniest yeah, man on the team. Uh, yeah. Once again, shout out Jaime. But Jaime, Jaime takes the crown? He does. I think so, yeah. Okay. Why, why isn't Jaime on here? Where's Jaime? 
Jaime is too busy playing tennis. Yeah, he is. We wouldn't be surprised if you're the one on the court right now. That's fair. Okay. Uh, If you guys could play a sport besides tennis, what do you think you would play? I played way too many sports before tennis, actually, so... I would lean to volleyball. Volleyball? I don't know. I just like volleyball, and I don't know. I like playing it, especially this position, the liberal, the person who's really just receiving Mm -hmm. all the shots and getting really low and setting up the play. Yeah, volleyball, it is for me. Okay. I think for me, I I used to play when I was younger, basketball. Basketball. I had a love for basketball, and then I kind of just shifted towards tennis when I was younger. Okay. So... What are you, Tommy? I mean, as a Canadian, I would probably go for hockey. hockey. I actually also played hockey back when I was younger, but yeah, for other, other than tennis, I'd probably play hockey. So it's not a stereotype that all Canadians play hockey? No, it's a they, they all do? Yeah. Okay. I'm, go- I'm glad we debunked that on this show. And my last question for you guys is that I, this is my absolute favorite question to answer, to ask, because everyone just kind of thinks about it for a second. Would you guys rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? A 100 duck-sized horses? Wait, wait, 100 ducks, there's a horse. Like small horses. So 100 small small horses horses or one huge duck. But do they still have like that huge kick, those tiny ducks? I mean, they have like a tiny kick, I guess, you know? That's going to be annoying. I wouldn't go for a duck, a horse-sized duck. I'd probably go for like a like yeah, hundred. I think maybe the hundred, the hundred duck-sized horses. Duck size I, horses. Duck I think I'll horses. just do the big duck. The big duck. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. would you do against the big duck? How would you defeat him? So, can I have any weapons on me, or uh, is it just like a tennis racket? Is it you can man get a, you to can, man, man to duck. Uh, I mean, you can have a tennis racket with you if you want. I mean, pick. You can pick up something. Let's say it's in a forest. I don't know. Stick. Pick up sticks. I don't know the. The, the mini the mini horses are like I don't know maybe they're because there's so many of them you don't know yeah if they like attack you all together they're small too you'll you know? be in trouble but the big duck you have one one thing in front of you maybe you can hit it I don't know <laughs> it's fair I, it. I feel like I'd kind of kick the, the little horses yeah, just yeah. kick them around yeah you have to do something like that but great conversation here I'm glad I'm glad we did that so I guess the consensus consensus here was the little horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, little I guess, horses. Yeah. Okay, horses. fair, fair. Uh, so that's what I would pick. I would not want to face a giant duck, that personally. But I actually have two bonus questions here. <laughs> not questions. I have actually trivia for you guys. Okay. I never do this, but I thought it'd be very funny to do this. I have trivia for you guys. <laughs> Let's hear. So, okay. Question number one: Do you guys know why a tennis ball is fuzzy? Do you actually know why it's fuzzy? Actually, back then, it used to not be fuzzy. But I, I mean, know. I would guess it's fuzzy because it uh, plays around with the spin. So, when you're the ball, it's heavier. There's more hair in it, so it grips better. So, you can pr- do more spin either if it's uh, overspin, like hitting a shot or like slicing it. You put underspin and the ball kind of flies back. But I guess that's it. I mean, I don't know the exact answer, but... I, I, I would feel like it's like it's a good... That fuzz would be good for each each type of court, No. Like a grass, like an all-purpose, yeah, type an all-purpose type thing. But it depends. There's certain balls for certain tournaments, and obviously, there's many brands, and each of them have their own fuzz. Mm-hmm. Their own you guys aren't necessarily wrong. You, like these are reasons why they're fuzzy. But the main reason why it's fuzzy is because if it wasn't fuzzy, if it was just a round ball, it could like seriously hurt you if you got hit by it. Like if, if, if like if you hit it with a tennis racket and it goes like full speed towards you, like that's like a serious injury. So they make it fuzzy to try to impact the blow. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. even with the fuzz, also it hurts. With, yeah, yeah, I mean, it still hurts. But air friction. Um, I'm just well, getting like, into like physics right now. But, but, but yeah. what about physics? No, because I would say maybe like air friction as well. Could be too. Was, I don't know. That's just what I got from Google. Google's never wrong. I guess. Does that mean we're fake tennis players? Air friction. Is there such a thing as air friction? <laughs> that is air, air friction. friction. <laughs> there is such thing as air friction. Maybe there's a... No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Trivia number two. Why are the tennis balls green or yellow? No, no matter what you say. Isn't it for uh, better, like, viewership? So, like, people, like, if you're not watching it or even in person or at home, like, it's easier to see the ball travel. That's true. First try, he got it. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Because people on TV, even when they're watching it on TV, they get to track the ball with their eyes. Also, bon- also bonus, bonus question. I just thought of this. Is it green or yellow in your guys' eyes? It's, um, it, it's well, like I don't know. Greenish it's a yellow. 
Uh, it's more know. yellow. It's lemon lime. The lemon lime. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like in between. Yeah. I, I always viewed it as green. Bright green, I would say. No, I don't. Not even bright green. Because that that would be the light would be like bright green right here. Yeah. So I don't. That's very tennis ball color. You know. It's just tennis ball color. That's what it is. It's tennis ball <laughs> color. Okay. Yeah, I color. say lemon lime. Yeah. But that's just me. So great questions. Thank you guys. As now. We're going to get a little more serious here. Get into a little nitty-gritty of these questions. Enough playing around from you guys. Uh, so this is kind of like the bulk of the show of what I want to ask you guys. So I'm going to start with this question, and this is kind of what I ask every athlete who comes on this show. Why did you guys choose Ryder in the first place? You can start, Dylan. Uh, for me, it was the sense that I was close to home because I live in Brooklyn, so I'm only mm-hmm. an hour and a half, two hours away. But... Uh, I always had the dream of playing like a college sport and being on a team. And when I visited Ryder, I always felt like after meeting the guys on the team in my freshman year, I always it felt right like home. Like as soon as I met them, and just that chemistry that we built from the first moment was was perfect for me. Okay, and you said you're from Brooklyn. What's yep. the best pizza in Brooklyn? Uh, I know everyone. The stereotypical answer is Grimaldi's in downtown okay. Brooklyn, but. I think it's overrated in my opinion. Oh, so okay. But if I, I think for me, it's more like the, I'm more enjoying like the mom and pop shops like all around Brooklyn. Like, yeah. any certain mom and pop shop for me is better than like the big like name brand. It's fair. Pizza. Okay. What about you, Savros? Why did you choose Ryder? So I played tennis, and obviously, you know, I wanted to come and play some college tennis. So I got into this recruiting agency, right? And they, what they do basically is they talk to these coaches and try to get you in contact with them. And uh, I got I got a couple of offers, and uh, I was talking with the coach here from Ryder, Coach Tom, and we ended up getting talking over the phone, getting really close, and yeah, we ended I ended up signing to come here to Ryder. I mean, I had no idea about how big it is, about what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Just I just had some pictures on the internet, some websites to look through, but at the end of the day, I'm really happy to be here and play for the team, especially. So, yeah, it's good to be here. Awesome. What about you, Tommy? I mean, I chose Ryder because it had it before. It has a good um, business. Um, what's that called? Reputation. That's the word. <laughs> it has a good uh, business reputation. But also, my father actually is an alumni of Ryder. Okay. A long time ago, so it's kind of like, and it's not. It's not like too far from home. I would say it's like it's like a good six six hour and a half drive. <laughs> but um, but yeah. I was actually I was actually a walk over in the team, so I was actually lucky to meet Dill last year and some like Jaime and Pablo, yeah, you know, some of the guys, some of the old players from last year, and yeah, we just that's also why I didn't think I was gonna be playing tennis in college. Actually, yeah. I didn't think so. Okay, and it happened. I, I like that story. Uh, to go kind of go along with that, uh, Dill, you said you're from Brooklyn. Also, we have a lot of variety here just besides Brooklyn nothing to take away from you Dylan but we also have Montreal represented here and we have Cyprus correct correct Davros what how has that been like you, you haven't been in the states for too long correct no I've lived here before actually lived was, here before yeah in, in down, down in Florida okay but then I, I went back to Europe so okay how has it kind of been coming back here like, like I know, I know you lived in Florida, but how has New Jersey kind of been compared to living back home? Yeah, it's like I came back to the U.S. and now I'm in Jersey, and it's much different to Florida. So it's like again, it's like a new start here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously much different to to home. It's a different culture, different country. But yeah, we're getting used to. I'm getting used to it, and it's looking good. That's all you really can do, right? Yeah, Just get used to it. Yeah. What about you, Tommy? I mean, you're com- you're from Canada, which is as far as yeah, obviously Cyprus, but you got you have a long drive here. How's it been? Kind of you've been here a couple of years. How's how has it how's it been translating kind of from Canada to down here to New Jersey? I mean, I'm, I was actually born in the Philippines in Asia. Oh, okay, but then I moved to Canada. But it's different. I'd say different uh, here because um, just just like uh, how people are living. There's it, because us in Montrealers, we, we think we're like the like the Dollar Tree version of New York. <laughs> and then when you come here, there's not much, like, city, like where we are right now in Lawrenceville. But just, like, the language, because I speak a lot of French back home mm-hmm. in Montreal, and then there's just not as many French speaking out here. Yeah. And then um, 
and that it's not as cold in Montreal <laughs> as it is in Montreal. Um, but uh, yeah, those are probably good differences from okay. there. Is it is it truly a bag milk over there? Is, do milk come in bags? Why do I always hear it from so many people? Yeah, actually, we do have bagged milk. It's, I don't know. It's a it's a weird concept. I'm sorry. We have bagged milk. Uh, we put it inside like a white pitcher, and then we just cut off like the like the corner of it. Oh, so you it. put it in a box? Like you did? Like yeah, we put it in a box. Yeah. Oh, okay. What so it? it's sold a bag. A, it's sold as a bag in yeah. stores. Yeah. But you guys, you just don't like pour it from bag to like carton. You just go in it. You put it in a. No, 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 no. We we put the the bag inside of a carton. I, I meant it. like glass. I meant like yeah, glass. You don't yeah. go from like bag to glass. You go from. No, like, actually, we do go back to glass. Technically, I guess technically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, but you put it in a carton first, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I wanted to clear that up. I, I, I that's always been an answer I wanted. But yeah, but we do have that. It's it's pretty it's 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 pretty common back there. Okay, I, it's always been a fun concept to me. But we're having a great conversation here, guys. But unfortunately, we have to go to a commercial break. I'm sorry, we got to pay the bills. We have to pay the bills here <laughs> at 107.7 The Bronx. But. This is, but this just in Bronx. It's time to announce the car we're giving away as part of 1077 The Bronx Cruising for Commencement Contest. The car that's going to be perfect with your diploma this May is a 2023 Toyota Corolla SE. Don't wait any longer to enter. Create a two-and-a-half-minute video about your rider experience and to submit it by midnight on Sunday, May 7th, to win that, that sporty new Toyota Corolla SE. That's what we're talking about. For more info, to go to 1077thebronc.com slash cruising23. We'll be back with more of the Bronc box score after these underwriting announcements on 1077thebronc and 1077thebronc.com. The Bronx Box Score is back on the Bronx Radio. We're taking you outside the lines and inside the locker room of your Ryder Bronx again this year. From updated scores to player and coach interviews and analysis of your favorite teams on campus. Catch the Bronx Box Score every Wednesday at 3 p.m. with your host, Thomas Tremarco. Stay up to date on the Bronx whether you're driving back from work or at home or in your dorm and are tuning in on your smartphone and speaker. Catch all the action on 1077 the Bronx and listen online at 1077thebronc.com and on our free Google Play, Apple, Odyssey, and TuneIn apps, as well as our Alexa skill. Search and download WRRC. For more information online, go to 1077thebronc.com slash the Bronx Box Score. 1077 The Bronx Jersey Fresh segment and other programming is underwritten in part by Trenton Farmers Market, the area's oldest and most beloved year-round indoor market. If you haven't noticed, spring is here. Now spring on over to the Trenton Farmers Market for all your fresh favorites, including seasonal produce, fresh meats and artisan cheeses, beautiful flowers, bedding plants, honey, wines, and so much more. And don't forget the awesome vendors available to shop at the market from clothing, jewelry and handbags to dry goods, Polish delicacies, and more. Hungry for something different at the market? The Trenton Farmer's Market offers delicious bites you can eat in or take out, like barbecue ribs, rotisserie chicken, pork favorites, bakeries, sandwiches, and two vegan eateries. As you can tell, spring has sprung at the Trenton Farmer's Market. Open Thursday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Summer hours begin the week of May 1st. Follow the Trenton Farmer's Market on Facebook or Instagram to stay up to date on what's in season and new this spring. The Trenton Farmer's Market, 960 Spruce Street in Lawrence. Your source for year-round goodness. Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Capital Health. When it comes to your health, the world is swirling with information and unfortunately misinformation. COVID-19, cancer, heart disease, vaccinations, masks, childhood development, healthy eating, dieting, and exercising fads. What's the best way to evaluate and separate the truth from all of the myths being floated out there? The answer is Health 411, presented by Capital Health. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Dr. Jonathan Karp and his special guests provide truthful health information to expand your knowledge and perspective. From preventative medicinal techniques to personal diet and exercise. Health 411 features candid health that will not only empower you, but inspire you as well. Turn misinformation into helpful information regarding your family's health. Don't miss Health 411 with our doctor, Jonathan Carp, and the medical staff of Capital Health. Health 411 is underwritten by Capital Health. Minds Advancing Medicine. Capital Health is the region's leader in providing progressive quality patient care with exceptional physicians, nurses, and staff as well as advanced technology. 1077, the Bronx campus traditions are underwritten in part by Rider Dining Services. <sighs> All right, my 
homework's all done, animals all stuffed, and pillows all fluffed. Now to just drift off to dreamland. But I'm so hungry. If only I could eat and sleep at the same time. Wait, today is wear pajamas to work day. Stop by Daily Dining Hall during the usual dinner shift on Wednesday, April 19th to have all your breakfast favorites in the evening. Feeling desserty? Try each of the assorted pastries at the bake shop. Or how about the brand new baked pineapple French toast or cannoli pancakes? If you want something a little bit more savory, Dailies can fill your plate with cheesy bacon tater tots, tomato strata, avocado toast, and more. Feel free to join the Daily Chefs on Wednesday, April 19th, donning your finest PJs for wear your pajamas to work day. And take the night off for some you time. You've earned it. For more info online about all the different food specials and events happening in April, it's dineoncampus.com slash rider dining. Rider dining services, dining done right. Health 411 mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and you collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Nassau Park, Princeton. What better way to cool off than with a refreshing drink from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Made with only the freshest fruits and veggies, Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Princeton will always hit the spot. Start or end your day with a classic flavor like Sunrise, Sunset, or Island Green. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's impressive menu keeps it fun and flavorful with flatbreads, wraps, quesadillas, bowls, salads, and sides tailored to your taste. Dine in, take out, or order in for the whole crowd with catering services at tropicalsmoothiecafe.com and online orders using the Tropical Rewards app. Experience Tropical Smoothie Cafe not only for the amazing food and refreshing drinks, but also for the relaxing atmosphere, hospitality, and tropical fun. The closest Tropical Smoothie Cafe to Ryder University is at 645 Nassau Park Boulevard in Princeton. Get a taste of healthy happiness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. It's time to get back into the clubhouse on the Bronx Box Score with your host, Tom Tremarco, giving more hot content with coaches and athletes for your Ryder Bronx. From dancing general managers to trending images, reels, and videos, get an inside look at all the craziness that goes behind the scenes at the nation's best college radio station. Follow 1077 The Bronx on your favorite social media platform on Instagram and Facebook at 1077 The Bronx, on TikTok at 1077 The Bronx WRC, and on Twitter at 1077 The Bronx FM. Welcome back to The Bronx Box Score on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronx.com as we have some. Like you heard before, there's a pretty special, cool guest here. We have Tommy Stavros and Dylan from the tennis team. We're having some good talk before. We're having some good talk about uh, some various Chick-fil-A orders and uh, stuff like that. I know Tommy wanted to try Ceratops. We're debating that off-air to have some cactus talk off-air. But uh, the, the, uh, forget about that. As we, we were having genuine good talk before. As I kind of want... As I kind of want you guys to explain something for me and for the audience. I know a little bit about tennis. I am very familiar with tennis. I watch it sometimes. I like Wimbledon. I like watching Wimbledon. But for the ladies and gentlemen at home, can, maybe you guys could just explain tennis a little bit for those that don't get it or don't watch it a little bit. Whoever wants to go. Whoever wants to explain um, the tennis. Start. So you have either singles or doubles. Okay. The singles are played within the doubles line so there's like if you have a picture of a tennis court you can see that there's like an extra alleyway mm-hmm. that's only used for the doubles and uh, sh- like as far as the score how you play in the gra- in normal tournaments you get two out of three sets so you got to win two sets up to six games then you within that game it's you win the first point it's 15 mm-hmm. 30 40 and you end the game you get the first game you get game one okay. and you keep going if you stack up to five games each you play till seven. 
Okay. If you go six all, you play a tiebreaker to seven points. Whatever the score, you might win six one, six two, or seven six, and that gets you the first set. You win two of those, you win the match. Okay. In the big tournaments like Wimbledon, as you said, Wimbledon, the French Open, the U.S. Open, and Australian Open, instead of getting two sets, you need to win up to three. Okay. So then you have some long matches. Cause yeah. If you go two yeah. two sets, you play the last fifth set. It's like you're playing for four hours and thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. You got one more set to go. And then that's but that's only applied to the guys' side. Yeah. For for the women, they play regular two out of three. They don't go the the longer matches, no. No, no. I, no, I actually didn't know that. Okay, that's interesting. Anyone else want to add anything to that, or the Stavros do it pretty good? He did a pretty. I think good. he did a pretty good he job. Did actually, good job. Um, for Wimbledon, I don't know if they still have this rule, but if you get to the the fifth set and it's five all, you just keep going. So as soon as you get to six all, there's no tiebreaker. Yeah. And I remember there was this okay. match. It went like seventy-one to sixty-nine games. They played. They were playing the game. Yeah, they were playing the match days. for three days. Yeah, this, three was, days. this was in uh, two thousand and eleven, I believe. Yeah. And it was the yeah. match over the course of three days. It was like eleven hours in total on court. My God. And that was like the first. So, and you Grand Slam like Wimbledon, Australian Open, French Open, U.S. Open to win the tournament, mm-hmm. you have to win seven matches consecutively. Yeah. The person who won won that match. It took eleven hours across three different days. And then he just proceeded to lose the next match, which was very <laughs> tough. I mean, obviously you play so, for so long. Yeah. So no, no one could just get the upper hand in that match. So it was like, just, I was guessing hold serve. You know, you serve, you win your game. Yes. Then the, he serves, he wins the game. I don't know if they broke each other. So you get the other, you win the opponent's service but, game. Then you just. I think I think now to start this point about the fifth set rule. I think at Wimbledon now they changed it. They so. Changed it. To have that, to not man. have that uh, match like the long 71, 69, or 70, 60, whatever yeah. the score was in the fifth set. Once you get, if you get to the fifth set and it gets to 12 all mm-hmm. in the game score, then you play a seven point tiebreaker. Okay. And I know the Australian Open, they're doing six all, 10 point yeah, tiebreaker. At six all in the fifth set, you play a 10 point tiebreaker. French Open, I believe, is just a regular yeah. seven point tiebreaker. Uh, each tournament tweaks its rules, but overall, it's pretty similar. Okay, and Savage, you talked about singles and doubles. Yeah. Um, I know you explained it a little bit, but just get it through my mind. I, I understand it, but I just want to understand it fully. Singles is when there, it's one-on-one, and is it and doubles is 2v2, correct? Yeah, it's 2v2, and then okay. that's where you use the full court, and it's, you have one player, I mean two players playing against the other two players. Okay, is there a preference for you guys playing singles or doubles? Do you guys like one or the other, or you don't really care? I I enjoy playing both, but for me personally, I think I like playing doubles more, mm-hmm. just because like you have you know playing when you have a like a a person like a teammate on your side as well with you like just building that chemistry on the court with another person. You don't feel like you're always alone on the yeah. court. Okay, what about you guys? Um, for me, I mean, doubles is obviously more fun. You're playing with your partner. You you you're doing all these combos. You know, you serve here, I go here, mm-hmm. but. Singles, I don't know. It's just it's just a different game for me. Like you, you need to focus up. You need to get in the zone, and you know it's all up to you at the very end. You're the only one who's playing against. There's no teammate. Yeah. There's no team. It's just you on the court. It's like a boxing match at that point. Yeah. You know, it's me versus you. And you control what you do. You control what you think. You yeah. control what you do. So you gotta really be out there focused. What about you, Tommy? I mean, I don't really know because. Before college, I've never played doubles. Okay. So it's just only singles for all the terms I played against. But now I've, I used to not like doubles. I don't know why, but now I'm like enjoying it more. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I don't really know. Like, no, you don't yeah. really have a preference? No. Okay. So you, you said you never played doubles before high school, really? Before college. <laughs> for college, I mean, yeah. college. No. Wow. So you, So the first time you played a double was in college? Yeah. Wow, was how was that getting like used to that? Did you, did you have to kind of get like? Yeah, I had to get kind of get used to that, but um, but it was, it was kind of like weird because yeah. I, I was I was always used to being with myself, mm-hmm. and then um, but then it's nice to have someone there with you that you could like you could be like yeah I I can trust this guy that is that guy that has my back so. It's nice to, to actually play doubles. Okay. I just wanted to get that a little cleared up for you guys. And I know uh, when you guys swing the racket, there is two types of swings. Am I correct? Is it a backhand and forehand yeah. that you could do? Yeah. yeah. What's the difference between the two? Ground strokes. I mean, the one is on the one side of your body. Yes. The forehand, you take. Mo, mo, there's tweaks, but most players use one hand. So mm-hmm. you, you swing with one hand, and the backhand is on the left side of the body. Well, it depends if you're a lefty or righty. Yeah. 
but the back end is usually with two hands. There's many one hand variations. Okay. But yeah, it's just where you swing. Okay. Do you guys like one or the other? Well, I think every player has their strength and weakness. I vary. Sometimes I feel my forehand is more powerful and more consistent, but the other times I feel like, oh, I need my backhand. So with my backhand, I'm more solid. Interesting. Depends how you work on it. Uh, Forehand is my favorite shot in in tennis. Like Any type of forehand on the court is what I love the most. So. Mm -hmm. That's my preference. Okay. What are you, Tommy? I would I would stay with my backhand. It's more. Yeah, I'm just more consistent with my backhand. Do you yeah. feel more kind of more power, confident? Yeah. More confident. More yeah. power hitting the ball like, yeah. like that. Okay. Interesting. I just want. I also want to get that <clears throat> just cleared up. Uh, time to go back to your regular scheduled questions here. I just, I just want to clear that up for everyone that's maybe listening. Uh, going back to the questions. Kind of a deep one going right back into it. Do you guys have like an inspiration of your just like in your life or playing tennis? Like, do you guys have it inspiration? I guess I just plain just plainly putting it. Uh, for me, I would say it's my family. Yeah. Because especially my my mom, my dad. Because when I was younger and when they saw that I wanted to pursue tennis in a more serious matter, they sacrificed so much for me. So mm-hmm. the fact that I'm here now at Ryder and in playing my dream, like playing college tennis and like achieving what I want to achieve, I just want to make sure I can give back to them when I get out of here. Okay, nice. What are you, yeah. Stavros? Yeah, I would agree with Dylan. Uh, my family, especially, I mean, my, both of my parents, they've sacrificed a lot of me, spend a lot of money for me to go play all these tournaments, train all, at all these academies, have different coaches, buy all my gear. So yeah, if I if I can give something back to them and make them happy, that would, it's definitely an inspiration. Yeah, no, I agree with the with Dylan uh, Stavros. It's definitely with my with my parents, my my family. They were always there. Um, just the long late night drives. Like I still remember one tournament. It was like like at least an hour and a half or two hours away. Like there and back, there and back. The next day, there and back. It's just the um, sacrifices that they made for me. Stavros, like the different coaches, the support that they're like a very solid support system for myself. Nice. Very, very nice. You guys are going to make me cry here. That was, that was, that was very heartwarming. Uh, do you guys try to emulate your game after a professional tennis player? Is that what... Do, do you guys try to do that, or do you just try to be your own type of player? So, I guess everybody has their own way, but, I mean, there's so many professional tennis players that you can, like, base your game off. Like, let's say, if you're, like, a counterpuncher, mm-hmm. or if you're, like, somebody who stays a bit more back and just grinds the ball in or somebody who attacks the net so i'm guessing you are your own player but there's there's players that you watch and you'll be like oh he plays similar to me i'll see what he does and how he views the game with his game style okay anyone else i mean i agree with Stavros. like every every player has their own game style and the way they play but obviously if you watch a lot of the pros uh on tv or in person and you see, like he's like, like he mentioned, like they play. You see that they play kind of similar the way you play. So you kind of watch them a bit more to try to learn how they kind of do it, not try to copy where, like, exactly, yeah. but kind of work that into the way you play and oh. fit, like help your game. Okay. What are you, Tommy? No, I agree. Dev. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you you get ideas from like professional players, and then you sometimes try to like. Um, emulate that to your own game so it's kind of like you are you play for your own self okay your I, own player. I was like asking that question to a lot of athletes if they try to emulate their game after someone because usually kind of it's kind of like the typical answer of like you guys like oh yeah i try to like try to emulate i try to be my own person but i try to emulate that from this guy this guy but i was just like hearing what people have to say about that uh you guys go to a lot of cool places being on you know about uh Division one tennis team, you know, you guys go to a bunch of campuses, a bunch of cool places, a bunch of states. What is your favorite place that you've been on the road that you've gone so far in your career? Um, as here that now we travel with the team to West Point, and that was amazing because you know West Point is like the it's like army, it's like yeah. um, what is it like a military academy, mm-hmm. and you see all these people walking around dressed up. I remember I was playing my match and I tossed the ball up to serve, and as I'm looking up in the air to hit the ball. I see all these people just skydiving and training and helicopter, like, flying, picking. <laughs> so, yeah, West Point was definitely a crazy experience for me. 
Okay. Yeah, I think here traveling with the team, I think, yeah, after Great Star Wars, West Point was such a beautiful campus and just the surrounding of everything. Or also, I mean, when we went to Orlando for spring break. That was wow. probably that was one cool. of the best experiences we had cool, this yeah. year. <clears throat> I mean, a West Point, well, I've been to a West Point football game before. You, Brooklyn's not too far we're, from West Yeah, Point, we're right? about like, let's say like hour and a half, two hours maybe. Yeah, like relatively yeah. not too far. Yeah. But yeah, I've been to a football game. It's very beautiful. I, I, I want to go back. I've been back in a while. Um, actually, you? sorry. To that year, while, while we were there, we had the chance to also see one of the uh, West Point games. Yeah. I don't know who they were playing against, but the show in general was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Tommy? I would probably say Orlando because I, I, I didn't know it was because uh, sometimes um, we, we only have limited players to go to somewhere. So, but I was lucky enough to go to uh, Orlando and we were playing at the USTA facility. Yeah, the USTA yeah, National that, Campus. That was, it was very nice. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Orlando. Did you, gotta go, did you guys go to Epcot? We went to Disney, we went to Springs. Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Yeah. Am I thinking of something else here? It's like Disneyland, but like the outside. Yeah, like the outside. Oh, you go have in no Disneyland. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was mixed up Epcot for some reason. I haven't been to Disneyland in ages. I don't know. But that's cool. I mean, I, I've, I've always wanted to go back. Uh, this is kind of a funny question. I, I was kind of asking some people what, like, try to put it this way. What can I ask some tennis players here? Because I know I was having you guys on. Like, yesterday I was asking around, and I got a funny question from one of my roommates that I could ask you. Do you guys name your rackets? Do you have a name for your rackets? <laughs> I don't. No? I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I don't, but usually when I had more rackets now that I have limited amount of rackets, yeah. um, I used to have them numbered so I know which one I play with and which one is, like, freshly strong and which okay. one is a bit older. But name like uh, as a nickname no you don't, you don't name your rackets no lame I, I would name i would name my racket personally but if you if you had let me put it this way if you had to name your racket what would you name it probably name it like thing one thing two thing three <laughs> or bob one two three or something uh, i would like maybe like have a, like a racket be like this racket is i used to play consistent and then this racket is like the destroyer the <laughs> <laughs> peacemaker the, the yeah. Um, if I had to name mine, maybe uh, like just something random, like yeah, you know, like Bob or like Bob. Mike, <laughs> Mike. Charlie. Charlie. I was gonna say Bob because that's what Stavros seems is cactus. I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say uh, Bob, Bob the cactus racket or something like that. <laughs> I, I I got the cactus and I was walking. I had it in my hand around in the morning around campus and. I'm so sad I didn't bring it over here. <laughs> you should have brought it. I would have loved to have Bob on the show. Yeah. I would love, I would love to see Bob, but maybe off, off air I'll see a picture of Bob, and maybe during the commercial break, because that's what we have right now, ladies and gentlemen. Go to a little commercial break here. As if you haven't heard, the secret is finally out. We're giving away a brand new 2023 Toyota Corolla SC. If you're graduating this May, make sure to enter 1077 The Bronx Cruising for Commencement Contest. All you have to do is enter is create a two and a half minute video about your rider experience. The deadline to enter is Sunday, May 7th at midnight. For more info, go to 1077thebronc.com slash cruiser23. We'll be back on the Bronx box score on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. 1077 The Bronx. Drivers, start your engines. The end of the school year is near, and soon every graduate will be walking out with their Ryder University diploma. But one lucky graduate won't walk, but will rather cruise out of college with a new car. 1077 The Bronx Cruising from Commencement has taken the green flag, and one graduating student will have a chance to win a brand new 2023 Toyota Corolla SE with Toyota Care, courtesy of Team Toyota in Princeton. To enter Cruising from Commencement, you must make an original two and a half minute video about your rider experience, showing off your creativity and what it personally means to you to be a Bronx. Runner up prizes include your graduation party being catered by Killarney's Public House in Hamilton. Enter into 1077 The Bronx Cruising from Commencement from now until Sunday, May 7th. For more information online, go to 1077thebronc.com slash cruising23. Green, green, green. The Off the Clock podcast on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by the Norm Brodsky College of Business. Are you tired of always studying in the same places and find yourself looking for a change of scenery? Well, there's no better way than to go study in a whole new country. 
the Office of International Education offers study abroad programs in over 30 countries with options for every major. Maybe you want to spend a whole semester in Greece or 10 days on a faculty-led trip to Costa Rica with other rider students. You could even do an internship internationally. Studying abroad lets you travel the world and make it count towards your degree. Feels like a no-brainer to me. Go to studyabroad at rider.edu to find the best change of scenery you'll ever experience. 1077 The Bronx. Get those school supplies ready. An educational radio show and podcast is here on The Bronx Radio. Pod Save the Teachers is a dynamic new radio show from the College of Education and Human Services, airing every Saturday at 8 a.m. Hosted by Dr. Mark Piercy, Pod Save the Teachers is a monthly look at educational issues, faculty and student spotlights, and a focus on Ryder University's partner districts in New Jersey and around the country. Pod Save the Teachers will feature the best practices, the most important topics both in and outside the classroom, and questions which drive the debate around education in the United States. Brand new episodes of Pod Save the Teachers will also be released on your favorite podcasting platforms the last Saturday of every month. For more information online, go to 1077thebronc.com slash podsavetheteachers. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 the Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care, 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Yeah. Look at the doopy. Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty, Jack, Bean? Honey? Are you, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten by Yoka's Food Truck and Catering Services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family-owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high-quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. Fear not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world-class food trailer. Yoka's's catering packages can feed an entire Entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's food truck and catering. See their menu online at yokas.com. That's yokas.com. Do you know there are about 3.4 billion phishing emails sent throughout the world every day by cyber criminals? Nearly every email that is sent, a phishing email is also sent as well. Phishing emails are a way for cyber criminals to trick an individual into giving them personal data through an email that looks legitimate. With the announcements of student loan relief from millions of college students, these kinds of emails were started appearing in your inbox. Cyber criminals will try everything in the books to trick you into clicking on that email and giving them your information. One single click will have big ramifications with privacy and sensitive information being compromised. To make matters worse, they are able to steal your identity and poses you online. To prevent this from happening, always double-check where emails are coming from and verify they are from legitimate sites. Stay up to date by visiting njkicks at cyber.nj.gov learn to learn more about phishing and other future threats. The Bronx Radio's timeout just expired, and that means it's time for more of the Bronx Box Score. Let's throw it back to our host, Tom Tremarco, for more trending scores, updates, and interviews with your Rider Bronx. You want the biggest hits and best Friday? We have the biggest hits and best Friday every day with our many different and diverse student shows. Tune into Crystal Clear, Nick's Rap Hour, Game from the Dorm, Trice Tunes, The Young Hour, Girl Blondie, and Book Talk. Welcome back to the Bronx Box Score on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronc.com. I'm your host, Thomas Shamarco, back here. The last couple, you know, seven or eight minutes of this show, usually wrapping up this show with 
my friends from the tennis team here, Tommy Stavros and Dylan. We've had, we've had some great talk before, but previously in this show, as we're going to have a couple more minutes of that, and I'm going to wrap it up with kind of a fun little segment of this or that questions. But I, I have to I have to ask you a couple more serious questions as we'll just get that out of the way. You know, you got to eat your greens before you get to your ice cream. Uh, Stavros, before the show, you were telling me that you have a Rookie of the Year nomination and that you have a Best International Player nomination. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, yeah, I just uh, checked Instagram one day and then I saw I got nominated and I was pretty excited. So it's good to know you you put a bit of, you put a bit of hard work you know this semester i tried to stay very focused very disciplined with how i work out i did some extra gym sessions and getting it all for something you know it feels good so you just checked instagram one day and you saw you got nominated yeah i mean I, yeah there's no other way i, I, I don't <laughs> know how else like, no, it's I a great nobody story. told I love it. me you would get nominated so yeah it just came one day and I, I mean obviously i got excited i was got happy about it that's a great story i love it were you tagged in a picture or someone dm'd you what happened yeah it was like more of like a post okay so they posted like the nomin the nomin nominees is it nominees yeah. Yeah. and then i was just one of them so i love that story that's yeah. amazing that's an amazing story uh for you guys you guys head coach uh Thomas Battaglia, if I'm saying his name correctly. I mean, you guys, for this this tennis team, a couple of years ago, I mean, me and Dylan were talking a little bit. You, you, this the tennis team had a little bit of his, of his struggles. You know, it's didn't couldn't get its footing, you could say. But Coach Battaglia comes in, and you guys win three MAC games for the first time in a long while. Can you guys tell me like what coaches like his, what his uh, influence has been on you guys this season? Because you guys were fit, picked. To finish dead last in this conference, you, Dylan told me you guys finished fifth. An outstanding performance this year for you guys. Is could you guys just tell me what, what influence he's had on your guy on you guys this season and in general? Okay, so I'll start uh, with Coach Tom. Uh, it was actually weird because last summer when I, I was recruited by the old coach at Ryder, mm-hmm. and in July or August of last summer, we got an email. All the tennis uh, guys, girls got an email that the old coach was retiring mm-hmm. and we were without a head coach and then two weeks before school started we got the email that coach tom was taking the uh the head coach job it was his first time uh coaching division one tennis so yeah. obviously a new coach you know like new environment obviously and from the moment we met him i mean myself tommy last year he was very deeply caring about us and he wanted the best for us no matter what and he told us that obviously the results before were what we wanted them to be, and the school, like the program, wasn't going in the right direction before. But he was willing to stick with us through thick and thin to uh, take the program in the right direction. And obviously, uh, he did a great job recruiting guys like Stavros, Roger, uh, Nate, Drew, Nate, a bunch of uh, guys, just to name a few. And we also had the addition of our volunteer assistant coach, uh, Philippe Snoy. Mm. Shout out to Coach P. Coach P. Uh, he, they both, both of them combined, they really are uh, focused on changing the culture of this program. And then this year, uh, we finally, I think, grew as a family and just building that chemistry with one another from coach to from coach to players and player to player, teammate to teammate. It was just a really good thing to see, and I'm very excited for the future. That's awesome. You guys want to comment anything on that with Dylan? Uh, I would say something. Shout out to coach, both coaches. But <laughs> Coach Tom obviously made a great effort uh, recruiting all these players, rebuilding the team. And, yeah, he put a lot of effort into making sure we are improving and getting better and getting used to the college environment. So, yeah, I mean, I have many <clears throat> friends who also play coach things around the U.S., and they always, like, say, oh, my coach doesn't really care. My coach is not really helping us. He's just there. Mm-hmm. But what I can say about Coach Tom and Coach P, they really put into the effort. They put in effort to make us, to make to build up the team and make every, every one of us better and stronger. Anything else for me, guys? Um, yeah, as a <laughs> as a walkover from last year, but like as a um, it was definitely we have a different team from last year that we have now. Like with I've never like Coach Tom has gone definitely above and beyond to like going through different recruitments, checking out everyone. We got got this guy right here, Stavros. We got so many great players, and onto what Stavros said, like so like as you hear like some of the other players. They say, oh, the coach is not, they don't, the coach doesn't care. But, like, I've never seen a coach care so much, not a, not about the game, but more of about, but about the players as well as the game is itself. 
So yeah, I guess that that's that's pretty a big deal. Yeah, I agree with uh, with Tommy. Uh, both coaches, Coach Tom and Coach Philippe, they treat us like one of their own. Like they yeah. make sure no matter what the situation, they always tell us like if you ever need anything, just call. Like where they're always a call or a text away. And they're always open, open all ears and willing to help. So we really appreciate both of them. Okay. You guys have to say, Stavros? Um, I would say uh, out of the many coaches that I've trained with, I've never seen, I mean, they got emotional at certain times and that just proves how much they really care. You know, obviously getting emotional, that means you're putting emotion into something. And yeah, shout out to them for doing this for the team. Thank mm-hmm. you. Shout out to the coaches. That was great. Thank you, guys. Uh, and my last question that I'm, I'm going to ask, actual question that I'm going to ask you guys, is that you guys have a good young team. None of you guys are leaving. None of this, no one in this room is leaving next year. And you guys have a lot of a young talent on, in this room, too. Could you have a chance? I'm going to give you a chance to kind of shout out some kind of young players on this team right now that we might have to look out for in the next couple of years. Yeah, I'll go start because I'm the oldest and I'm actually, I'm actually leaving next year. Oh, no, I, thought you, I thought you were staying, Tommy. No, uh, oh. I, am a, I am a junior. I am leaving next year, but I might come back for um, a graduate school. But oh, okay, fair. I definitely want to shout out the, the youngsters as in like Stavros. Dylan can still be considered young. He's <laughs> still young in our hearts, but uh, Dylan, uh, not Dylan, Drew, Nate, Giacomo, Jack, uh, Giacomo, uh, Jake. Roger. Well, Roger. Um... We also got Chris, uh, Edvish. Oh, yeah, Edvish. Okay. Vish was from last year's team. Jaime is there as well. But Marcus is there as well. Yeah, but we're, we're just a, a young team, but yeah. uh, uh, still, we're still going up. You guys are young dogs, you know? I top G's. I'll just add one more thing. Like, I know we talked, I think I was talking to you about it earlier, uh, Tom, about how I think... As the semester and the year went on, and this like from the fall to the spring, we all noticed it that we were a completely different team. So when the mm-hmm. fall came, I think we were very like uh, distant, disjointed, and d- distant. And you know we didn't really build the, all the chemistry that we had coming back in the springs. I think once we came back in the spring, every single person on the team shared a common goal, and which was obviously to win. To win, and mm-hmm. you know we wanted to get the wins. You wanted to make some noise to, in the school, make some history, which we did. And we're proud of it. Obviously, the season didn't end the way we wanted to, but you know we're going to use that as motivation and fuel for next year. Um, I want to add something. I mean, obviously, we, we are a young team. So for first year competing in college, having this college environment around us, I mean, it, either it's off the court or on the court, you know, you have a bunch of the other teams screaming and yelling as you're playing. So, like, for the future, we keep growing, we keep getting better. And <clears throat> we, we had a great start. <laughs> We went three love up in the conference, never done, never, never seen mm-hmm. by like a rider team before. And then when we had like everything to lose, that's when we crumbled down, you know, as, as a team, as, as a mental state of mind. So for the next season, hopefully, once we get to that spot again, we just secure the spot, secure the, the position for the playoffs. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I wanna, can I add something? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We all, like, as Stavra said, that we were up, we were. Leading, we're, we're leading three zero, <laughs> but like it's it's that crumbling down. But like we could, we we definitely all will learn from that, and as well as that was like we learned that when we are in that position again next year, we just push through. But I get like one more thing to say that that we just I would I just want to say that we're all like a team. We're like a we're not just a team. We're like family. A we're a brother. I've got to say, brother. we're all brothers. Like even like from anywhere we are from the world, but. Uh, inside we're all brothers and we could always trust each other that's awesome that's that that's what you want from a team you know I, you guys are on the rise you guys are a young team you're, it's only up from here from you guys i when i graduate this year i you guys now maybe want to follow you guys next year so <laughs> shout out the shout out the tennis team Just thank you guys for coming on as you guys gave me so much good content we actually ran out of time but i'll ask you one this or that question just to just to finish the show out sure. so what I'm going to ask you here is, I have, I have a bunch of them here I, I never even used, but I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. Do you guys prefer pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Pancakes. Pancakes, but then crepes over pancakes. Ooh. You just said between pancakes okay. and waffles. No, that's, that's a, a good point. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. It is a fair it's point. It's the crepes. But um, uh, I actually do not care which. 
But as a Canadian, it has to be a Canadian grade maple syrup on those things. Is it it's is not that, good? that it, it's the best of the best. Okay. I, I'm Canadian biased, but it's true. But if if you give me anything, I'll be fine. But it has the maple syrup has to be from Canada. Okay. Uh, and then I'll eat it. You guys hear for heard it here first. Canadian b- syrup, the best syrup. I believe it though. I, I mean, you guys are known for that kind of. I mean, I would say like Vermont has has okay maple syrup, but yes. like if you go up to like Quebec where I'm from, maple syrup is phenomenal. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Once again, you guys are an absolute pleasure to have on this show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having thank us. You for, uh, thank, having us really. thank you for coming thank on, you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank go you. Bronx, baby. Go, go Bronx. Go, Bronx. Go. go Tennessee. Let's go. We'll look out for them next year. Thank you so much for listening to the Bronx Box Score. We'll be back next Wednesday, 3 to 4 p.m. Stay tuned for more of the biggest hits and best variety on your 2023 IBS College Media Award winner for Best College Radio Station, 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx. Thank you so much, so much for listening.